0: Hey guys, it's Joe Hott and I'm the voice of Agata. I wanted to share that we have a fabulous new Tumblr up. It's cavernspod.tumblr.com, check it out. We have Kyle's, our DM's voice there telling you all the stuff that we try and overrule in the game. Uh, We'd also love to feature your guest art, so send it in. As always, follow us on Twitter at cavernspod and enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Last time, the party made half the Tudo Perpetuals sick so they could replace them in the upcoming game.
2: Standing in the runoff of the bucket of ale that is now mixed with the vomit of one of the players. A team that looked defeated already, but now half of them, four of the Tudor Perpetuals in their blue and white uniforms are on the floor somehow immediately feeling the effects of your poisoning. Better
3: out than in.
4: Uh, so I hear you need four new players.
2: Uh, as you say that, Fat Hobbit himself is sort of pinwheeling as things are coming out both ends. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Say it, don't spray it. Mm. The manager, Punch Emlak, walks in. Well, I didn't expect you guys to be so quick. Hey, Cap, looks, uh, looks like he got four new players that just walked in. Uh,
4: yeah, that's us.
2: Completely innocent.
0: Just innocent bystanders.
5: I just did do whoops. Wasn't a thing.
2: Uh, Caponis, the female halfling captain of the team, steps over the prone figure of Fat Hobbit, who is not doing well, just... Please, none of you die. Oh, someone, please kill me. No.
0: No. Ah, you'll nope. be
5: fine. You just, you gotta build up an immunity. Keep drinking. We've reformed.
2: Caponis walks up to MLAX. Was this your doing? Is this you? No, hey. it was the little boy. He's the one who delivered it. Uh,
4: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was totally, totally Ricky. Haha. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha.
2: Right. Look, look. I'm not. I'm saying we just we have an issue. We have a big game tomorrow, and it just seems like things have worked out for us that uh, four of the worst players ever to ever to put on the short shorts are uh, incapacitated, and uh, things are things are looking up.
3: Yes, I know what a sport is.
4: So, uh, so now that we're going to be on your team, how about you? Uh,
5: you know, just go through some rules. Yes, full disclosure, we're not majors. Just basic rules. Nah, mage, I can cast some spells. And again, I got You do have magic. I just want to stress this. It seems like you often don't use magic. You have magic.
2: Cap, her jaw just drops. She looks at Punch, who shrugs at her. She looks back to the four of you. You guys do not know how to play mage handball?
3: No, but we're really good. I know the sex position.
0: Well... We can kill people. Yeah. Well. Sort of. We're, we're reformed. I'm saying we can. I didn't say we do.
4: Yes. Uh, we can hurt people as well.
0: We can hurt people. And they'll have
4: to keep on playing because those are the rules. I know that. Uh-huh.
2: Ha ha. Ha. Ha ha. Well, why don't we just go out onto the field and I'll walk you through it so we can at least get out of this awful mess. So you guys are going to need some equipment.
5: Uh, there's spare uniforms in the... Laundry basket. This guy looks about my size. I'll just take one of his.
3: Oh, I've got my armor.
5: Now you, gotta get, you, you can't gotta do wear short armor. Shorts. You gotta do short on. shorts.
0: I gotta wear short <sighs> shorts?
3: Well, the Ooh. shield and the axe would
2: look weird without the armor.
0: So uh, do we have to put on a uniform right now?
2: For you practice? can't play in armor. But we can practice. Why would you practice in heavy armor I feel on a hot day when you won't be able to wear it in the game?
0: Okay, uh, Fine i got to find the uniform and put it on.
2: Cool. Uh, the uniform of the TUDO Perpetuals, uh, they have blue short shorts, which are the traditional mage handball uh, leg apparel. Uh, they have blue socks with white stripes. And the jersey is a short-sleeved flannel uh, with blue piping. And it has uh, the TP logo on the left pectoral. And there's a blue baseball-style cap that has the tp logo
4: hey uh we could wipe up all this shit with a t was with, with tp with our with these uh
2: that's one of the oldest jokes in the imperial association this everyone says this team is cursed because we've never had a winning season and seem to get injuries that hamper the team and there are frequent fires in the stands and Everyone <laughs> cries.
0: Has anybody actually checked to see if maybe there actually is a curse?
5: Yeah, no, magic's a thing and they can be curses. Like, you can do a curse, I could check for it. But it's just a story. But did you check?
3: Fook is stripping down in the middle of the room. Uh, he seems to be all elbows and knees and weird disjointed bits covered in scars and saggy skin.
4: Uh, don't let your uh, armor get in the everything.
3: Yep, yeah, pushing it aside. He stands there with his shield in his hands.
2: Uh, so Three Finger Brown, the male tiefling, is sort of uh Invest sort of takes a closer look at you and I can't see any sexual organs on this thing. It's just droopiness.
3: Oh, let me move a flap aside.
2: Oh, oh my. Hello. Where are you spending the night? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't encourage him.
2: Hello. Ever wonder why they call me Three Finger Brown?
3: Well, I'm immune to diseases, so I guess we could find out. That's very helpful. <laughs> Not to insinuate you have diseases, but...
5: Could I ask a favor? You guys just have this in private? You just go anywhere else to have this conversation, maybe? I'll no. see you tonight.
0: They like to talk in public.
2: I noticed. So Cap and the remaining players sort of take you out on the field, and they initiate you into the, the basics of Mage Handball, which is a very, very simple game.
3: Wait, should we get the hazing out of the way first?
2: Uh, the tiefling sort of uh, burns with the demonic passions. We can do some spanking tonight.
3: Uh, the demonic part's kind of a
2: turn-off. What, you've never known a tiefling?
3: I don't know, I've got a weird feeling about tieflings. Well... I've never met one, but there's a weird feeling.
2: So you're taken through, uh, you get get to practice, and you you know the basics, that uh, mage handball is very simple. It's a team game with four players on the field at any given time. Against the other four players, there's a pitching team and a hitting team. Cool thing about mage handball is that you're not allowed to put your hand on the ball, but everyone carries a sports wand, which allows them to cast mage hand. So the ball is thrown through the spectral force of the mage hand. The ball is slapped back and out into the field for a hit through the spectral force of mage hand and then is fielded in that very same way.
4: So do we need to be magic in order to play this? No. The wands are good for everyone. All that's right. The
5: great, that's the great That's part. Great.
3: Fook is just goosing people magically from a distance. Woo!
5: <laughs> no, I can't. If I wanted to, could I use my own staff? Like, can you use, is it like a regulation or can you use your own thing if you got Major hand on your own? Well, it has to be uh, approved by the Imperial Association. Hank holds up his quarterstaff that also has a wrench on one end and a socket on the other. That is absolutely not approved by the Imperial Association. You know, just in case while we're on the field, I spring a leak anyway. I'm not going to be able to fix it, so that's on you guys.
2: Now, the fun part of uh, every is when the ball is delivered by the pitcher and it's smacked back. Uh, when the ball is in the air, you run to that next station. I'm lost. Uh, when you hit the ball, you run to a base. Okay. Yeah, you run right ahead. You. All you got to do.
3: When I hit it with my shield?
2: You Sorry, uh, no shields.
3: Wait, 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 oh, he's, what?
2: he's not going to remember any of these
4: rules. What? Just... Don't could give him, him a could shield. Could we
5: maybe give him like a paper shield? Like, because it wouldn't be like a functional shield. But yes, we could write some notes on it for him. Oh no! Like he you notes. are, you can carry into the notes, I suppose. Uh, but no shields allowed.
2: Moving on from that. So you run while the ball is in play. The other team will try to get to the ball.
3: Can we just walk quickly?
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise that.
0: Can we hit the other team?
2: Here's the fun part. Oh, finally. When the ball is in play and you're between a base, they are trying to throw that ball at you. So if they hit you, you're out. But aside from that, all bets are off. The shield would really be useful. in this. It would be. It would be almost cheatingly useful.
4: What if we use our mage hand to deflect the ball?
2: Yeah, sure you can. Okay, cool. They can also use anything else they want to take you down. They could hit you with the wand. Uh, What would be the point of that? to stop you from stopping them? I feel like if you have something magic, why would you melee it? You could really gouge out an eye with one of these. The the wand will only cast mage hand, so if you're not somebody who has other spells that they can use, uh, it's really good as a club. Alright.
0: Guiding bolt it is.
2: The only rules are that you can't touch the ball with your bare hand. Any part of the ball touches you, you're out. If you're a defender and you pick up the ball, you aren't allowed to Keep going.
0: Can you touch the ball with other parts?
2: No. It,
3: oh, you're killing all the fun.
2: They're just, but you're not allowed to touch the ball with the body intentionally in any kind of way. You're just not allowed my to body with. or
3: any parts of any bodies that I happen to be carrying.
5: You're not allowed to bring your bag full of body parts oh. on the field either. What if it hits? Nothing. that has
2: never come up before ever in the hundred?
5: <laughs> Hank wanders over to a dumpster and finds a Bristol board that had been used as a sign during the last game. Cuts it into a little shield shape, writes the rules to Mage Handball in the back, and hands it over to Fook.
3: Ah, good, thank you, Uh, your name here.
5: I'm just giving him a shield so he can, he needs shields to remember rules. So the
2: play ends when a defender is able to control the ball and step on a base, and that calls the play dead. So if you're in between the bases at that point, uh, then they get a free shot at you. If you end a play on the fourth base, you score a run.
3: Fook is playing cards on the ground.
2: Whoever has the most runs at the end of the fourth inning wins, or there's a mercy rule.
3: I think the people with the most runs are the ones in the, in the room back there just
0: <laughs> squirting away. They have all the runs.
5: If only the mercy rule worked for puns. Now, uh, what do we try to maybe focus just us for on the incapacitating part? And then you worry about the whole running part with the guys who know what they're doing.
4: Hey, uh, yeah, are we allowed to have other weapons?
2: No. What? Healing magic is A-OK? Everything else is A-OK. You walk on that field wearing the uniform, holding the wand. That's what you got. What you do with
5: it is up to you. So this paper shield?
4: They've already said it's OK.
5: It's just, it just, it just be your notes. It's just your notes. Yeah,
2: you're allowed to have paperwork. Paper. Yes, paperwork is <laughs> somebody's got to carry the lineup.
3: I found another loophole. We make a castle out of paper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the umpires are there to call uh, safe and uh, they will count strikes. If you miss the ball three times, you're out.
3: How do we defend ourselves against the umpires if they get thirsty?
2: With a look of resignation and as though she's given this answer to many yokels who've come up through the minor leagues before, Cap says, well, because it's daytime, the umpires have lost most of their powers. Good. So, (laughs) I'm going to go drink very heavily. And pretend I've never met any of you Ooh, I'll for the join few you. short hours I have left before we have to play this game. Drinks are on him. A few short uh, hours? I thought it was tomorrow. Yeah, that's not nearly enough time for me to get as drunk as I'd like to be. Ah. I was thinking about it. All we really have to do is make the
3: other team forfeit.
0: How do we make some forfeit?
3: By
2: making sure they don't show
3: up on game day.
0: But that's in a couple hours. Yep. You want to go kill people?
3: Nope. But we find another way to not make them show up on game day.
4: Uh, Remember, if we get them sick, then they can have a replacement. But if we injure them, they can't.
3: Yes.
0: So you want to go injure people.
2: Yes. Yes. The other four members of the team... Are just sort of slack shot as you guys are changing back in your street clothes in the... (laughs) (laughs) This is not usually what we talk about in the locker room. This is why you fail. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe if we took a more proactive role, we could finally turn... No, we're doomed to
5: failure.
0: Let's go take out some legs.
5: Exactly. um, uh, But if we get in a fight and we get hurt, then we get hurt. (laughs) Yeah, but... Then don't get hurt.
4: What are the chances of that?
5: Oh, I'd say the chance is pretty good, fifty-fifty. We hurt them; they hurt us.
3: Hey, only one of us has died in the last week. That's pretty good odds. But well, I don't remember this. But
0: think he was about a great it. man,
3: tall, Blonde. Sh- sure, s- strapping.
0: Sure, he certainly really took
3: care of those ducks.
0: If we we don't have we don't have to take the whole team on. If we can get one of them by themselves, then it's four on one.
2: Yeah, I I. Cap is going to cut in here. I, Are you suggesting you're going to attack a group of orcs who are probably with the rest of their orc friends?
3: Well, the alternative is playing a very boring-sounding game.
2: But I'd rather play them when they're just using the wand. Bags. Well, sure you would.
4: I'm very sneaky, and I can get inside anything.
0: I'll take that as flirting. <laughs>
4: You can't...
5: We're I'm past past catchphrases. That's a
4: good
2: catchphrase, It. You should use that. No, you shouldn't. It suits you. Oh, God. But if you guys are going to go into the Emerald Arms and fight an entire tavern's worth of orcs...
0: No, we want to just fight one. Just take them on one at a time. Either that
3: or make them fight each
5: other.
4: Or I sneak around and, you know, pick them off. Just a little pick-off.
3: Can't we poopify them?
4: Uh, but then they get sick. Yes. And then they can be replaced. Ew. Yeah. Mame, not sick.
5: Yeah, well, uh, well good luck with that. I'm going to go. I'm just going to get a good night's rest because I don't want to fight an orc and die because I don't want an orc to kill me. Cause, uh, well, I they it.
3: may kill you during the game anyway, it should be fair.
5: That's yeah, true. B- yeah, but I figure there's going to be medics around then, so it's like... Not as bad.
3: You've got two medics who travel with you. Yeah, that's but she
5: very just she just shoots fireballs at people. I, she doesn't know how magic works.
4: His lay hands, as odd as it sounds, it's pretty great.
5: They're a little cold. See, that seems like that's a different thing that you talk about now. No, that's not even that. No, that's not at all what I'm talking about. You guys don't approach me as medical professionals per se.
4: We didn't approach you at all. You approached us with a ride.
5: I'm just saying, I. Don't if
4: we're getting if we're getting into semantics here, fine. Seem you seem like the, the m- kind
5: of people who would strike you as medical. Prof- they might strike me, yeah. They might just hit me. Yeah. Good. The, the violent, oh, Yeah, it's like that one. Fine. If do you don't want to do I, this,
4: you can be the boring member of the party and go home and sleep, yeah. Hey, and Cap, no,
3: we did not like that one.
5: I actually did like that one. So, Cap, you want to go get a drink before we go to bed and get yes. a good night's rest?
2: Yes, that sounds wonderful. I,
5: okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll see you guys later. Do I'm you, the
3: halfling.
2: Do you two actually
3: want to play the game, or do you want to play the game?
0: Um, I say... Let's play a game rather than take on an army of orcs, just especially since we're one man down because he decided to go get a drink and was out.
4: Okay. Hear me out. I'm going to sneak up to their doors and under their doors.
3: Army of orcs. How yep. can you sleep on slip under a door? No no no,
4: I'm not slipping under a door. We'll I, fold
3: you up and just slide that's, you. That's know?
4: that's not what I'm saying. I'm going to throw at uh, some ball bearings. So that when they wake up in the morning, they slip and may have
3: hurt legs. Sliding in ball bearings is noisy work.
0: That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. You're going to get killed. You know that, right? No, I
4: just just go and I do that while they're sleeping. Army
0: of orcs.
4: Yeah, sleeping orcs. Army of sleeping orcs.
0: You're going to wake them up. They're going to kill you. Technically,
2: they're called a horde. (laughs) Horde. I think we should
3: do it, and trust me, I'm a genius.
0: Okay, well, you guys are on your own for this one.
3: Well, he's on his own, really, because I can't sneak after him. Uh, Sure,
4: I will do it on my own. I'll be very sneaky. It's going to be night. Even if people come out, I'll hide in a shadow.
0: It's been nice knowing you, Finnick. I'll miss you. I have this a handsy demon to not avoid. not be that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I just...
3: Finnick, you're a brave man. We will tell stories about you. <laughs> I don't understand. The other how four
2: this feels perpetuals so sort of stand up and they all salute. <laughs> so one of them pulls out a trumpet and is playing taps.
3: I don't understand. <laughs> what? <laughs> how is this so bad? And so this is the plan we go for. Good night, Finnick. I will see you in the morning. Okay. I'll see you in the morning too. This isn't going to be that bad.
0: I'm going to go get a drink. Finnick. I'll encourage join you. you to resync. I'll that.
4: join you in an hour. Okay. That's all I need.
0: I'll wait for you for an hour.
3: I'll wait for you forever. Uh, okay.
0: But only for about 15 seconds before he forgets.
3: Yes, I, I'm i running out of space. I can't write this down.
0: I gotta and the uh, go to the bar to get a drink. Oh, sorry.
4: What time is it during the day?
2: Uh, it is about five, six
0: o'clock. Oh, uh, the sh- sun is
2: starting to slowly... Maybe they sleep early. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do they? <that? laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, you guys got to the field at lunch and (laughs) had a practice. Maybe not at. I'll
3: go at 10 (laughs) p.m. Ooh, I've got a room. You could practice on me.
0: Hey, I'll buy you a drink. No man should go to his death. Completely so, but.
4: Sure, I'll do that first.
5: Hey, Cap, what's your opinion on karaoke? I like to listen to music. I'm to sing, music, I'm gonna sing you. To s- music, I'm gonna sing you a song. To music, I'm gonna sing you a song. To music, I see what you're saying. Yes, I'm still gonna sing a song. Do you
2: hear what I'm saying? I get, you don't see what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Do you hear what I'm saying?
5: I just you don't know. until you hear my angel voice? Do words. not sing at me. Okay, fine.
2: You have your dinner at uh, Beeston's boarding house. Da has fallen unconscious, drunk. He is in a puddle of booze at the foot of the bar.
3: I know what we could do with our time. There's an evil woman on the other side of this room <laughs> who keeps looking at me.
0: She's just a piano player. It's a misunderstanding, Fook. So
3: she's come down in life. That is not my fault.
0: It's a misunderstanding, And Trust me. Can you trust me?
3: Well, my shield does say trust Agata.
0: It's a misunderstanding.
4: Okay. What does it say about Fennec?
3: Well, It doesn't really mention you much. <laughs>
4: okay.
2: Overhearing this gnome once again calling her an evil woman, the woman at the piano stands up, and you see that it is not the uh, medium human-sized creature you thought it was, but a rather small folk who has stilts to reach the foot pedals of the piano comes out of the large dress takes off the wig, and it is about a 32-year-old gnome, male. And is this boy ripped?
3: Ooh.
0: (laughs) See, I told you, not an evil woman.
2: The tides have turned. Have you heard the good news of Torm? Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I want you to turn away from the path of evil and... I'm here to spread the good word of the Lord Torm.
3: I'm quite happy with
2: my kangaroo. Through years of celibacy. Very and nice little ice cream goat. Discipline, one can find uh, true no. enlightenment in his harsh Hey, let's play piano.
0: Yes. Can you start playing the piano again?
2: Right, I'll put the costume back on. It's a living.
4: Why is everyone in here so sad? Evil woman. A...
0: <laughs> no. Oh, wait. No, not evil woman, oh. gnome dressed up as evil woman. Ah.
2: Finnick having mentioned that what he noticed everyone here is so sad, uh does notice that the members of the Perpetuals who at the field were just defeated and pessimistic were very unhappy with your performance in your brief practice. They seem a little less depressed as you guys were walking back over with them as they got a bit further away from the field. What's with the smiles? Uh, it just feels good to be out of there, because we lose so often. It's just just nice. I mean, we have a much better record on the road than we do at home. That's, it's just something about the pressure.
0: Have you ever considered a different line of work that would maybe make you a little happier? Wait a
4: minute. Or that there's a curse on the yes, field. Yes,
5: I think that's where we we're all going. I mean, like, I could check for a curse. I know how to check for a curse. Why didn't Why you didn't check, check for, for a, a curse? Because everyone kept on saying it was just like a. Was just like check a, for a curse. You well, yeah, you're you're not, never supposed to listen just to
4: someone when say don't say do something.
3: You check for a curse, and I'll tell my new plan because I've just thought of something.
0: Okay, what did you think of? Those
3: vampires were blind, right?
0: No, <sighs> says.
4: <sighs> yeah, well, they're blind. Yeah.
3: And they depended on the audience to often tell them what they were seeing. Yeah, we could yeah. just
4: yell out, "Oh, we're winning!"
3: Well, I was suggesting we get some plants in there.
4: Some plants? Yes. What would a tree do?
3: <laughs> no, like people who say things that we want them to say. Why like, don't we just say them? Oh, look at
4: the
5: oh, perpetual winning. Oh, I can do, like I, I do this in a talent show, I can do some ventriloquism and I can throw my voice.
0: Sounds good. I can do some, energy. Wait, I, mean,
5: I want to hear you throw your voice. I'm going to make it sound like this. I'm going to make it sound like this sentence is coming from the piano player. All right. I'm playing the piano. <laughs>
2: uncanny <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah it did. I certainly
0: hope you're better at checking for curses
4: yeah hey why don't you just go back over there and it, can you
3: cure a cor- curse i don't know about that but I, it depends on the curse should we send him alone what if those orcs track him down
0: he's just he's just checking for a curse
3: yes but they might be trying to take us out the same way we're trying to take them out
0: I don't, okay it's, fine
4: are they worried about it do they fine. even do
0: we want to just not cross the street how well? do
4: they know that we're even playing who knows
0: Okay, let's just cross the street together. He can check for a curse, then we can cross the street back. It's not Everyone just, hold
3: hands. Oh. You said
4: you'd buy me a drink.
0: I will buy you a drink after. I'll buy you two.
2: Uh, all right. Heading uh, back to the Tabor Hill grounds, you now have a key because you are guys are players. You can get back into the field. Uh, you. It's a bit eerie now that it's a bit darker because the sun is going down. Uh, normally, games are long done by this point, and... There's a sort of stillness, a wistfulness almost comes over you.
3: You notice that weird wistfulness that comes over us whenever we come here? That, that strange feeling we keep getting? That's
5: mm-hmm. sad nostalgia.
3: Yeah, that, sounds, that feels magic.
5: Yeah. Well, let me, give me a minute. I'll check. Hank sets up in center field and starts casting detect magic as a ritual. He's got a bunch of little Balls of stuff that he's making to make so by a minute spellcast. you mean 10 minutes it's gonna take it's gonna take about 10 minutes yes. See,
0: i heard mirror i was gonna hand you a no
5: mirror. i don't need a mirror i just got i got my little uh components here little you know herbs like, and spices the components components like don't, like do components do you not know how magic works huh you don't know how magic works do you you're making
3: uh, fun of his disability
5: again. no i'm not i'm just wondering what he's saying See, you don't know how how magic works, so why don't you shut up and let me do my magic? Oh, wow. Yeah, how about that?
3: Hank has a backbone.
5: Look, if we try to sneak somewhere, I'll let you do it. Oh, the
3: party dynamic is crumbling. I wish we had Moldar back. Mmm. He was so nice and smelled so much of cinnamon. I don't know. I kind of like this, Hank.
5: That, That was very friendly of you, but also, leave me alone. I'm trying to do a ritual here.
4: Yeah, sure. Hank continues his ritual. Finnick looks around for anything suspicious.
5: It's
2: very quiet.
4: There's nobody around.
2: But you notice, kind of, you try to remember the last time it rained. Because this grass looks very lush. It's the weirdest thing you can think of. It doesn't really bother you, but your ritual is completed. Your bizarre hand movements, the burning of incense, the largely showy and unnecessary things you go through, just as having been a contractor for so long. You begin to see light coming from the ground beneath you there's a glow a dark almost sickly
5: purple glow oh yeah no that's definitely magic here there's all kinds of it's all purple under the floor it's faint is it coming
3: from any specific place or all over
2: it is coming up through the blades of grass and it feels like it is not coming it is coming from beneath you um You sense that something very deep is below you, something very powerful that you are on the very edges of. You said it was
4: down there. Are you sure it's not just the nice grass?
5: No, it just feels weirder. It feels like it's not a good thing. Who has a shovel?
0: Is there any way we can dispel it?
5: Oh.
2: With a shovel?
5: Okay. Um,
2: (laughs) You get the sense very much that this is something that could be miles beneath you. You get the sense that it's a, but by just sort of walking and being near it, it's getting up almost like drawing from you. You feel like you almost feel like you can see, it, you don't see it, but you see like the faintest auras around people coming, like being pulled down. You can see that there's almost an afterglow on Beeston's boarding house and turning around 360 degrees. The brightest point of this you can see seems to be somewhere near the,
5: the clubhouse.
3: Perhaps the clubhouse has a basement.
5: Yeah, no, also, I'm just kind of thinking, Finnick, wasn't your dad saying that there was a buried secret? Like, that was his whole secret was that something's buried is evil.
3: Fook is already moving to the clubhouse with his axe out, ready to climb down into a basement. But
5: I thought that that was in the
4: Scarred Burrow. And we're not in the scarred borough. I I think it's under
5: the entire city. That's not what your dad said. That was the thing you guys said with the book.
4: Did we tell you about the book?
5: I remember I was listening when you talked to Coney. Okay. Sorry. I know I shouldn't listen to other people's conversations, but once again, at the time, I didn't know if you guys were murderers or not, and even now, 50-50. Fook hearing that it's purple. Purple is evil. Purple is the color of the woman.
2: Purple is bad. The party starts moving towards the clubhouse. Yes. Hank's sense of there being a bit of a brighter glow gets stronger. You go into the clubhouse, and it's been cleaned up. There's still the smell of poop, but there is no visual sense of it. Fat Hobbit is unmoved, still on the ground. He refused to get up because he didn't think he could walk. Are you dead? Not yet, but it's getting there. Good, good.
0: I got I would like to check to see how... Badly, bad hobbit is, and whether or not he needs a little bit of healing, just a little bit.
2: He's dehydrated. Uh, he is. He's got a bucket now, so at least it's contained. You think he'll survive? You could probably use some water.
0: Uh, Agata gives him uh, her water canteen. About
2: half of it comes right back up.
4: Finnick looks around for the basement door, if there is one.
2: You didn't notice there. There was no door anywhere. Uh, there's just the door you came in. Dearest
3: Fat Hobbit, how do we go down? No, not in that Uh, way. I
2: I know how that one
3: works, and frankly, you're not in the state for it. What? What what do you mean? Where do we find a basement or a cellar? There's no...
2: There's no... There's no basement.
4: All right, Fat Hobbit, I'm sorry to do this. Finnick hits him in the stomach.
1: What? Why are you doing How this? Do you to it? see so where, it? where the vomit the goes. Yeah.
2: Finnick manages to dodge out of the projectile vomit, and meanwhile the back wall is just it's a Jackson Pollock in brown. Uh, but the very watery vomit sort of moves in a pool and sort of goes to the center, as though that's the way the floor generally tilts. Uh, it's a hardwood floor. Um, and sort of seeps down through the cracks of the planks. Under the planks. Fook
3: searches for secret doors.
2: The planks are old. They've been there for decades. There's not really one more loose than the other. Uh, you definitely see that this is, to everyone's mind who's ever walked on it, just a normal floor. The people who put this down were just putting down a normal floor.
0: Agata steps up to the center, pulls out her paint that makes things real, and starts painting a little trap door trap door big enough for a human into the center of the boards
2: a nice wooden door the same hardwood of the floors is now there and you're able to open up uh most of what you see is just the bare earth that over which this clubhouse is built but hank is blinded
5: by the purple light ah ah, there's, there's a lot of magic down there there's a lot of magic in the floor
0: Finnick, you wanted a door here's a door
5: I was just going to break it, but this
2: was great.
3: Fook uses his axe to start digging.
2: You uh, slash at the ground. (laughs) Not really displacing much. (laughs) Well, with the blade,
3: from the side of the blade, you can use it as a bit of a scoop.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, with the flavor, you are cutting down, lifting up like a spade. Then you get down to what sounds like rock.
3: I start clearing more of the rock to see if it's like something smooth and something constructed or like bedrock.
2: It is not bedrock but it's not quite smooth. There's grooves, and as you clear more ways, you dig up more. uh, This is a five foot by five foot carving of a skull. And in the nostrils of this skull are two indentations.
3: How big are the indentations in the nose?
2: They are about uh, as deep as an average human hand from base to fingertip you can sort of see that just underneath the surface that it's a separate layer of rock that
5: almost as though it's of a moving piece. Uh, this might be dumb, but I'm going to pick its nose. <laughs> Hank takes both his hands and sticks oh, them up in the nostrils. Oh, this is dumb. <laughs> uh, nothing happens. Oh. you tries
2: um, to pull on it. Nope. Not, uh, you, like, it's just... Nope, there's just indentations.
3: Could I borrow your, your magic sword for a moment? Why? Because if I used my axe, which is not magical against this, I would ruin my axe.
0: As long as you don't ruin my sword, yes. It's
3: magic. It can stand up to things.
0: Fook plunges the,
3: the sword as much as possible into the stone. He's also trying to destroy some of the skull so that the sigil is no longer complete.
2: There is no visible damage to this thing.
4: Finnick pulls out his contact bat, and creates a mage hand and then picks the nose.
2: You get the sense that there's a ma- a magical sneeze coming, but it looks into the sun and it's fine. Nothing happens.
3: The thing is five feet square, so Fuchs starts digging down around the edges. You hit bedrock.
4: We're trying to get inside this thing, but maybe we should just get it out. You know what I mean? So try and lift it around the rim? Well, we could use our mage hands.
3: That only moves 20 pounds per spell.
4: Mm- but all four of us? That's eighty pounds. How much is this?
0: It's all Probably more a rock. than eighty. Probably a lot more than eighty. I mean you're
4: about eighty. Oh, cast it into oblivion. Oh, that was Maldar.
5: What what do you want me to do? What? No, nothing. I'm just missing something. Maldar was such a
2: great
3: guy. Mm. And also, maybe my best friend.
0: Hey, can we get our bag of pooping around the whole thing?
2: No. As you also cleared around the dirt beside it, this seems to rise up. It is not of the bedrock, but it is also of the
5: bedrock it is
3: there's no seam so it's not like a lid of something it's joined
5: oh i think we maybe if we stick the right thing in the nose then it works yes this needs a key we need to like we need to like i was trying to pick its nose but you gotta pick its nose with like like a magic q-tip or something
2: (laughs) well don't give away the end
5: (laughs) (laughs) you pick your nose with a q-tip isn't that just smearing your nose only when no one's looking, I use my finger. But one of the ladies there.
0: So, how can you uh, find That's the still magic? That's so gross. <laughs> I'm ignoring this. How can you find this magic q tip?
2: I gotta know that this is the kind of thing that an evil person would have, would have set up, that an evil person created this. So, an evil person. Somebody who is doing great evil or is involved with great evil, would they're the kind of person who would know something about it.
3: We could go to the snake and ask him. What snake? Uh, the one with the little vest. Oh, Pat.
0: Yes, H- How come Pat. you remember that? And I don't? Oh, okay. Your memory is very tricky.
3: Well, it comes and it goes.
0: Yes, it does.
4: He gave me this little fella. Uh, Finnick throws up his dagger of Ninja Vanish and catches it.
2: But the voice in a goddess head tells her that she met someone of great evil earlier in the day.
0: This is making the Perpetuals lose. Maybe we want to talk to the guy we placed the bet with, who might have a, I don't know, might know something in the organization and or might have a motivation to make the Perpetuals maybe win and make some money for him.
5: Ooh. Yeah, because no, most people wouldn't have bet for the Perpetuals. Most people would have bet against. So yeah, he'll make a way, way more money if we fix this. So uh, he
0: might be able to help us.
5: Or the captain, perhaps. But why do you think he would help us if he's the one who put it here?
0: I don't know if he put it here, but he might know something. it has
5: been here for like 133 years, probably, because that's how long they've been losing. And that guy was like, "How old was he? Like, what do we say? Look at his age. Try to guess his age off. Of, like, take a look at his age and guess, like, based on face, of hair, no, and yeah. She wrinkles? she gets it. She gets like, it based on his wrinkles. No, and stuff. she
4: she understands." what you're saying
0: now they're fighting over me so you know and no we're not and
4: fighting no, just no, 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 no just, i'm just saying how good are you figuring stuff uh, out when i talk i think they're mouth? mansplaining you no we're trying to ask her how how, how, how old he was no you're,
0: f- you're right they're mansplaining just, yes. it
4: makes it the fact that he was, he, was a halfling, he was a halfling because he was a halfling and not a man you? how dare you how dare you oh, oh god and, no check your n- gnomish privilege <laughs> but i have no privilege Oh, that's true.
0: How about we go talk to him? Because he's old and he has vested interest in helping us.
3: And fortunately, he'll probably be at work very late because he's a criminal.
0: Yes, there is that. You guys coming? Oh,
3: yeah. Maybe later.
4: Well, I've got to go do that whole arc thing. I'll do the arc thing. You do the counting house.
0: Okay.
3: Such a brave man.
0: I'll miss you, Finnick.
2: I'll take that as flirting. (laughs)
0: I figured you would. <laughs> uh,
2: the three of you set off with your weapons, healing, and I think some, you have healing potions now, some of you, and you know, all of your hit points to take damage from uh, from aggressive creatures and go to the counting house to talk out this problem. And Finnick sets out for the Emerald Arms, the rowdiest orc bar in Tudo. <laughs> The members of the party who are capable of healing and attacking and taking uh, soaking up hit points uh, are going to Tannenbaum's counting house, which Agata has been to before. They go through the whole rigmarole again of the slits in the door, and there is Left Eye trying to do another dramatic reveal. But then he sees Agata. Oh, it's you again, Agata. What, another bet to place?
0: No, actually, some information which might make you a lot of money. If you help.
3: Ooh, I'll place a bet.
0: No, Fook, we're not here for that.
2: Well, you ought. The book is open.
3: Fook slides ten gold pieces across the counter.
2: One.
5: Two.
0: I think we can skip this pup. There's ten. I'll just, I'll just
5: put in two stacks of five. You can okay. count. Four. I'm
3: a paladin. I'm trustworthy.
0: Uh, listen, five. we I'm came here but this something a little bit one. more important. There's a thing, an evil magic thing buried under thing. the clubhouse.
5: Yes. No, it's got, it's got purple magic. And purple magic is the bad magic. And it's, it's under the clubhouse. So I think it's what's what making the Perpetuals lose so much.
3: Smells a bit like poop now.
0: Sing- That's
5: unrelated, but it's still there.
0: Think how much money you could make if we got rid of it in the Perpetuals, Van. All those bets placed against them.
2: So, all over his face, when you mention something under the clubhouse, and you mention magic, his face goes action.
0: Oh, I think we found the key. Yep, there's a key.
2: What do you know of keys?
0: What do you know? Spill, mister. What have you
3: put in things, nostrils?
0: I think it's t- your turn to talk. Agata takes out her sword and points it at him.
5: Well, again, you got magic. If you could threaten him with your magic, you, you know what? Do what you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a sword works just as well as a guiding bolt.
5: I'll just do this. Hank just sort of points at him with his hand. <laughs> He's got a magic hand. I don't <laughs> want to threaten you. I'm, you seem like a nice guy. I don't
0: care. My sword is a lot more
3: intimidating than your hand. Well, let's just <laughs> let him stop looking ashen and say something. Okay. Yeah, just,
5: just, just say what you guys say.
2: We would be giving up one of the great sure bets in the world. We know that there is something there.
3: Could you speed it up a bit? We yes. don't have all
2: day. Yes, was, could
0: you talk a little faster? I'm
2: trying to build up.
5: We all need attention. We, yep. Yeah, we
0: don't need attention. We, don't we don't need just need the information. Moment.
5: We're not doing And
2: frankly,
0: we
3: found the thing, and people are going to find out about it if we don't get rid of it. So uh, it's in your best interest to get rid of it before they can trace it back to you.
2: And the Tabor Hill grounds was built upon a great seal.
3: Ooh, I like seals. They're very fun. They play N- with balls. Not, not uh, that seal.
0: The oh, kind no. of bad seal, sigil seal. Oh, the thing we saw. Yes.
2: Yes. There are stories told of a great power buried a great time ago. And nothing was ever meant to grow there or to be built there.
0: Except the clubhouse.
2: So there was a man who had a sigil. He did not have the sigil, but he ignored the stories and built His stadium on top of it.
3: Yes, I felt this evil. It made me think evil thoughts about my best friend, Molda. But it passed.
2: This thing, this seal, can be
5: opened at great risk. No, but what comes out of it? Like, that's that's an important thing. If we're going to open it instead of just moving it, or could we just move it somewhere else? Like, move it to a place where they got business that we don't like that much? Like... Like the banks, because they they hold all the money and they can you mean.
2: understand what a seal is. I, I'm
5: familiar with it in concept, right? But I just, okay.
2: You don't move the seal and move what it's sealing in. There, you when you move the seal, you open. What okay. Is within. What, okay. Yeah, so what's inside? What's inside? You may have noticed the necromantic powers. Yep.
5: Purple. Oh, is that what purple means? He was purple, yeah. I remember now he says it.
2: I don't think I should continue this now. I don't, I, don't think you, uh, I don't think you are trustworthy with this information.
5: I
3: think you should tell us and tell us quickly.
2: Look, we have the key. Oh. We've had the key for decades. But we've not wanted to upset the balance. Although I think, from what I've heard, you already have. And we stand to lose significant investments.
3: Actually, you stand to gain a lot of money unless you bet weirdly. That's a this. very
2: short-term thing. This yes. is a very long game we've been playing. Is that a short playing. joke? Yes. Fair. You're, you're short. It's a joke. It's hilarious. Looking at you, you're just a tiny little thing. You're like, everything that is supposed to be normal size shrunk down. It's hilarious. Yes, that's why everyone...
5: It. You're both pretty small by my books.
2: Hey. Who are you pointing at there?
5: I'm pointing at the hobbit and I'm pointing at the gnome.
2: You can't say that
5: word. I'm pointing at the halfling <laughs> and I'm pointing at the gnome.
2: Yes. Now we won't get sued. Uh, <laughs> we believe that it is a burial chamber.
0: Oh. So who's buried there? If I, we open it, what happens? Okay.
2: Okay. Look, you you can't piece this together. Necromantic energy, burial chamber.
0: It's a necromancer in there.
2: Fook is going through drawers. <laughs> hey! Hey! Get out of that! That's where I keep my extra shirts.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Is is a lich? The. Is, is yes. A lich? Oh, What's the okay. lich? Possibly. Oh, Lich, Lich, possibly. Liches are like wizards, but they bad.
3: Yes, but he said possibly.
0: Liches are like wizards, but they're bad. They're dead
3: wizards who didn't die.
0: Oh, yeah. that's always good. Yes. But...
2: There was a wizard a long time ago. The, st- the stadium is 134 years old, but the seal is thousands of years old. It predates the city.
0: So you're saying we either lose or release a non-dead wizard? That's thousands of years old and probably very pissed off because he's been in a box.
3: How bad will this affect us? Because maybe we could still win. And maybe he's a nice lich. Probably, probably we maybe won't he, win.
5: Maybe he like... Mellowed. Well, let's let him answer. He mellowed with age. So maybe he's a nice lich now.
3: Maybe let's let him answer.
5: You have not been
2: exposed to the effects very long. You would not be affected in the way that a member of the Perpetuals has been. You can still win this game. We could maybe make a little short-term gain and then... See what happens after, because we don't know exactly what was down there. We know why they were sealed in, because there was a figure in history who was attempting to make that transition into the eternal undeath, and no one knows if they were successful.
3: What is his or her name?
2: Salvador.
3: I think it might be safer to leave it buried for the time being and
2: just do this game. If you win the game... If you manage to defeat the Maimers, who are great and terrible foes who have never been bested in battle before, then you may have a chance. If it is not, if Savador was unable to complete the rituals, then perhaps Savador's great treasure awaits you.
3: Ooh. I was beginning to think we might just leave him there because he's been there fine for 133 years. Why
2: would we have the keys if there wasn't something valuable down there? Hmm. It's a risk-reward ratio. But if you're risking and we reward, then that's a good ratio.
0: Can I ask what us winning the game has to do with unlocking the seal?
2: If you survive the game, then we'll trust you. That makes no sense. It's a test.
5: What is with these weird tests? Maybe we should just look up if the Salvador guy was a nice guy. Because maybe, once again, maybe he's nicer than everyone says.
3: I don't think it matters. Let's just play the game. Okay.
0: So... Wins the game, come back here, get the key, and deal with that there. So, drinks on me at the, pla- at the bar?
3: Yes, we'll toast... Philip and his bravery. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah,
5: Felix will be back anytime now.
2: Also, the, if you lose the game, you probably won't be in any state to... Uh, we to... finished talking to you. Oh. Yeah, we're we're, we're <laughs> done. But you're still in my office. No, we're done. We're leaving. Know no your barriers. You, no, I, have, your... I feel I have some right to conversation. Nope. Look,
5: nope. you can leave if you want. If you How don't...
2: about this weather
5: we're having? <laughs> no, what? Why don't you go? You you should just go. We, we're going we're gonna to keep chatting yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to have a drink here. I've got some good whiskey. <laughs> he's, he's got whiskey. We'll just have a drink with him. We I want with throw cool
2: him. stones on ice so that we can plot them in the drink and not water them down. You I know a lot think, about whiskey. It? Can no, I tell you? This guy keeps
0: talking. That's let's, the, let's, let's go. Let's go.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, the Emerald Arms was once a stable. This was uh, a livery house on sort of the edge of pastoral section of town it was the only place they would let orcs stay so it gradually moved from sleeping in amongst the manure and the animals in the hay to it only being a place for orcs and they've rudimentarily turned uh, the ground floor of the of what was once this stable into uh, a tavern and what is were once the hay lofts are Basically, there are bedrolls up there. There's not really rooms. There's not really beds themselves, but there's like just mats on the floor where they all sleep after they've drunken themselves into an angry stupor. Is there hay on the floor? Yes. There's a lot of hay. It soaks up the blood. Would (laughs) ball bearings still be useful? I guess if you place them just right, uh, you could maybe get uh, ball bearings, but right now, everybody is still downstairs on the floor. Uh they are it is not nearly time for these orcs to give in because they go hard. They are drinking hard. There is a large group of them. There is the entirety of the Mamers team down there. Uh there's about five or six other orcs drinking with them because these are the heroes of the orc population in Tudo. Like they've been drinking all day, they've been getting drinks bought for them. Uh there's the the bar wenches which are just sort of terrifying because they're orcs. Uh, There's the bartender who is even more terrifying because he's also an orc. There are a good number of orcs drinking and partying in their inimitable way.
4: Finnick uh, runs around to the back. Second story is up to the second floor window, peers in to see if there's anyone in there stealthily.
2: Yep, The window is a generous term for the hole in the wall, Uh, (laughs) which appears to have been splintered out Probably by someone being thrown off, thrown through the wall. Uh, You can, there's nobody on the second floor right now. There's nobody in the halo. Fantastic. Finnick climbs in through the hole and
4: sticks to the shadows uh, and goes around until he hits the stairs. He looks down and hears the revelry from below and
2: just drops hundred ball bearings at the top of the stairs. As you... Throw these ball bearings down the stairs in the midst of a drunken revelry. I don't throw them down the stairs. I put them on the top stair. And they roll. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they roll but a little bit. Yeah. 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 One ball bearing starts to bounce down. And to most of these orcs singing their songs, drinking, laughing, they wouldn't notice it. But one sort of sickly looking orc who is wearing the the green cap of the Maimers, hears it, glances up, and sees the ball bearings on the stairs. And it rolls, that one ball bearing, rolls right to its foot. And it looks at it. It sniffs a little. And knows that something is wrong. Nudges an orc beside it. This one looks a bit stronger, a bit more healthy. Shut, the other orc sort of shrugs it off at first but it points at the top of the stairs at the ball bearings which do not belong there and the orcs and are gathered at the bottom of the stairs and they begin to pull their weapons to go upstairs
1: this has been Caverns and Comedians Dungeons and Dragons Powered Storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue. Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric. Scott Thrower as Fuke the Paladin. Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard. And Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller. Theme by Derek Baldwin. Edited by Maddox Campbell. Created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell. Opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. Thanks for listening.